Hello, Matt here from the Wicked Awesome Podcast. This is a recording, a relatively short one compared to my normal shows that I did in early July. This uh, is a little too good not to post. A young lady from Dallas called in and spoke her mind. I did have a lot of technical issues on this one. It was just one of those nights that this type of thing happened. So not only did... I lose my connection and ability to hear anybody towards the end. A few minutes went by, then all of a sudden, everything just went blank on me, and she got cut off. It's just too bad, because uh, it was a relatively interesting interloper, if you will, that came into the live show. So anyway, here it is, in its glory, it is what it is, and... As always, I appreciate you listening. Thank you. Welcome, Father Brian, uh, and welcome, Kindred and Savvy. Wow, people just jumping right in. Hey, poor dad. Hi. How you doing, Kindred and Savvy? If you're new, please follow the show. This show is wicked awesome, as it says in the title. Though tonight, I apologize. What happened is my guest host that we're supposed to enter the room at 7.30. We're having technical issues. So what we ended up doing was we had a Zoom interview, and it is recorded. I'll have to take time to edit it, and then I will post it so you'll listen to it later. Uh, I apologize that you weren't able to listen to it live. It was a great conversation, two great guys, professionals, funny, and I'll, and I believe you'll enjoy it. Uh, and they also gave some just good general advice in podcasting if you want to get into it more. So what I'm doing right now is basically, as I basically bullshit and just talk on and on and on, well, I don't have much of a formula here, so it's not going to have mass appeal. And that's okay sometimes. It's great for the live room. It's great for... Uh, the people that the regular listeners and I like doing it. I am getting into editing more. So as I do more and more interviews, what I'm thinking is the first hour or maybe just under an hour will be an interview session. The next hour will be or more will be just having fun in the room, if you will. And uh, I'll publish the interview 
And the live stuff afterwards doesn't really have to happen if it doesn't fit. Like last week, I interviewed uh, Gary Morganson, a writer from Brooklyn. Great conversation. Then when that ended after about an hour, uh, the chat room got going and it was me being my silly goofy self so the two don't really fit together if i published it all as one so it makes sense to edit out the uh the love that i have for you people and the silliness and just publish his interview and let me go back to the chitty chat room i welcome you all thank you for coming in and again i apologize i'm starting late and father brian i'm not going to interfere with your show i'll get off before you get on because we all want to listen to father brian because speaking of professionals father brian is the ultimate professional and we all love our father brian let's give it up for father brian shall we always going to have a good clap for father brian so rounding third, who's not on Twitter, who's not on any type of social media whatsoever, uh, it's he doesn't f- see when I'm sharing the show, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he thought something was wrong with me. So I'm going to tell rounding third on my little texty phone thing here that I am live. So we'll get f- uh, rounding third. Maybe tonight will be the show that rounding third decides to come on. Uh, hello, I am live. Get your ass in here. See if that works. Get your ass in here. Okay. Let's see. Let's go back to the chat room because I said I would. Chris Unplugged calls Father Brian his pod dad. And I'm the uncle because uh, Father Brian is my brother. That's brother Father Brian. Kidred and Savvy. I like that name. I like that name. Um, Good. Uh, Father Brian, is he going to call in? Uh, Maybe he... Sorry, Father Brian can't... Oh, maybe he butt-dialed me or dick-dialed me. He might have done one or the other. Uh, Let's see. Hi, hi. Oops, oops. What happened earlier? Yeah, uh, just uh, technical issues with this. So we ended up doing a Zoom interview instead which i'll have to publish later hi i come do do, hi i come do chris unplug hello son at father brian yes father brian works for us yep works great in fact that was uh, talking about my format about just the interview part and then the chat room stuff afterwards let's do this hey gig wife did i say if i haven't said hi yet i'm saying hi now I just got so annoyed with this other podcast. She said she was a life coach, but sat there and talked shit about young women. What'd she say about young women? Did she try to give young women advice? Was she just like one of these motherly figures that was once uh, like a had problems of her own? I was just going to say some horrible stuff about her. But it seems like uh, a lot of times with life coaches, they had struggles of their own, made a lot of bad choices. And now at the age of like 70, whatever, they're enlightened and want to give teenage young ladies or 20-year-old young women advice. Was she one of those types of life coaches? Do you, Matt? Do you? Absolutely, Father Brian. I do what I can. Kidron and Savvy wants to call in. I'll let her call in. All right. I'm excited. I love it when people call in. Kindred and Savvy. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing very, very well. So let's hear about this 
uh, let's hear about this podcast here. Okay, so I'm pretty new to this. I just got on um, Podbean because I sponsor a uh, podcast out of Australia. And I, as a business owner, sometimes just need time to deflect. And um, I'm single. I'm 35. I live by myself. You know, I run my business nonstop. Anyways, so um, long story short, I've always kind of been interested in these quote-unquote life coaches. So... I am um, personal story. I went through a narcissistic abusive relationship, which I'm now healed from. But at that time I was looking for life coaches and they were all like, Oh yeah, charge you $1,500 for, you know, basically they're not even trauma informed. They think they are whatever. Anyways. So I got on the, the, on the podcast and she was talking about light and love and you know i'm 35 i know I don't, I don't look my age but i've always been kind of judged because i'm blonde i i'm blue-eyed i i'm a fashion designer you know i'm trendy whatever so you know people just look at me and they look see dumb blonde but i'm actually pretty smart and um so i go in and i listen and she's saying she was in another town and there were these, you know, the nineties are in for the 20 year olds. Now the Gen X, you know, the high waisted shorts and, um, you know, the, just the nineties are in totally. Um, I personally don't dress that way. I'm 35. So it's just, it's funny to see how times have changed. But, um, she said, uh, yeah, we're all about sp spreading light and love. And, you know, the darkness doesn't like the light. And, uh, but I saw this girl and she was just dressed in these high-waisted shorts with this tube top on. And I just wanted to walk up to her and say, are you just really doing this for attention? Like, you're going to get the wrong type of attention. And I just wanted to tell her, you know, what kind of attention she was you know, portraying to herself. And I was like, okay, first off, bitch, excuse my language. Nobody, okay. nobody asked you for your attention. And that those type of things has ha have happened to me where, you know, um, older women that are in their 40s or 50s, and I'm not that far from 40 and 35, but I don't judge women. Look, I'm an open book. Long story short, 15 years ago, did Playboy, used to work in topless gentlemen's clubs like i've you, been wait wait whoa, whoa 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 so you were in playboy and you used to work in a topless club i did play, i was not a playmate i did special editions back when i worked at hooters you know back in the day how they had the special oh, sure yeah girls yeah. are hooters and okay sure. yeah i did that and you know i bartended at a topless bar i've seen all all kinds of stuff in my life so i've been through some shit you know so i um, i used to be one of those people that judged people and uh i'm very far from that now just because i've dealt with the stigma of, of decisions that i made when i was younger well anyways so she just kept saying how the the light or the dark doesn't like the light and then she went to this other bar and saw this guy who had to be a transgender guy and she did she have a problem with the transgender guy or yeah and she uh she walked up to him and he kept telling her well i don't have time to talk to you right now but she just wanted to understand what was going on in his head 
And I just wanted to be like, bitch, you know what? It's people like you that is that is that is wrong in the world. Like we don't need more judgment of what pe let people be who they are, do what they do. Look, I have my opinions on certain things as well. Everybody does, but who are you to blatantly walk up to somebody, and, and especially if you're a life coach and you're all about life and love, and judge them by their appearance? I dealt with that shit my whole life, you know. Exactly. I, which makes me wonder if I, I wonder if people would judge me if I wore high waisted shorts and a tube top. Oh, yeah. I mean, if would you were at a gay bar, probably not, but. <laughs> no, I think they would even at a gay bar. Probably. They, they, they probably would. Yeah. So, yeah. So should, so should you as a 35 year old uh, go out and buy high waisted shorts and be trendy like they were in the nineties? Is that um, what this like? I'm going to tell you right now, and I hate to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and just drop my, uh, my business on, on here. And yes, I will. I take care of my body and, mm -hmm. um, I, um, I haven't had any kids and I don't dress. I mean, uh, I mean, this might sound like bullshit, but I don't do it for attention, but I do it because I have the fucking body to do it. And <laughs> If I want to wear high-waisted shorts and a, you know, a halter top, I'm going to wear it. I mean, now sure. if, I didn't, if I didn't have the body to wear it, then I wouldn't be wearing it. Sure. But to each their own, I mean, I do know that there is a time and a place. And I do know that you have to, you know, that's something I, I struggle with to this day is, you know, I, I did use my looks to get away with a lot in life. And that got me in a lot of trouble. I dated a men that were 20 years older than me and fell in love with them, had no business, you know, basically was their trophy and sat at home and just spent money and cooked and cleaned. And for years, you know how that goes. I mean, hell, if I was a 55 year old man and worth millions of dollars and been married a few times and wanted to get with a younger woman and, do it, I would do it too. You know, if, if I if I was an older man, I would go into titty bars as well. Well, it's kind of creepy though. I mean, I'm 50 years old. Um, uh, been divorced. I'm single. I've been divorced for a year and a half. I would not date a 35 year old woman because I just you'd never see it the other way around, and it gets into just creepy mode. And uh, I've you're the about, first person I've heard it say that. So. Uh, I just no. I mean, I prefer a woman my own age, that. and uh, I actually. A recent episode, I talked about my experience with strippers. I haven't seen a stripper since I was like 24. And it would be creepy for me to go into a strip club now and see like a 20 something year old woman strip because she's young enough to be my daughter and ill. Um, I get it's it. Like, you know, yeah. and, and a lot of those girls in there are, are hurting and, and have their own issues. And, and I understand that. Um, I live in Dallas, Texas, where it's the strip club capita and um, one of them, you know, and there's a lot of beautiful girls in Dallas, Texas. And um, there is a lot of uh, the older, younger, you know, thing that goes on. But you know, now that I am out of that relationship and I do look back at it as, you know, it was a predator move on his part and he preyed on my daddy issues. And I was looking for a way, I, you know, an easy way 
out of life. And so it is a very, you know, debatable, um, you know, topic, but I do respect where you're coming from because that does show your integrity of a man, of who you are as a man. Oh, well, thank you very much uh, for saying that. And that is nice to hear. Yeah. So you, you admit that you have daddy issues. I mean, is that, I did, I did. Um, I did. And, and I, which is funny. He's my father now dates women my age, which is weird, but, um, he's a good looking guy. And yeah, I did. And, 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 it's so funny because I always said I wanted to start a podcast called Daddy Issues because, I, you know, young women, girls, young women in general, they need their father. And um, when they don't or they are deprived from that, you know, they seek validation in other ways. And, and, and it's sad. It really is because you, you get in these horrible relationships and it's just, it's a, it's a bigger, I'm not a psychologist, but I've been there and, and I see it now a lot, especially on Instagram. And I finally became more self-aware that, look, I can run my own company. I started it with my own money. I was my own registered agent, formed my LLC. I went to college, a big night. Mm-hmm. figured it all out on my own. And I was like, damn, I could have done this all on my own this whole time and i don't think a lot enough enough younger women do that you know so uh what is your business what is your business if you don't mind my asking so it is called kindred and savvy and i design custom clothing i have a degree in fashion design and merchandise and um i basically make like couture bikinis and jewelry and i have my first big runway show with 400 people in attendance at the end of the month. It's just, it's a world. Oh, wow. that, thank wow. you. Mm-hmm. It, it's a world that I got into. Um, I've been doing it now for, I formed my LLC about two years ago and my brand. And now I'm getting really, um, yes, I love the creative process of it, but now I've fallen more in love with like the business, the marketing, the networking side of it. And um, it's kind of hard to find women that are on that there, there are women out there, but not in my industry. And my motto is community over competition, you sure. know, and, sure. and, and it's hard. It's hard to find friends and women that are in the same mindset of, you know, uh, with the, owning a business is a lot of work. It's not like I did this just for shits and giggles. You know, I did it because it was a passion and men, you know, they are great at business. And most of the men I've been with, our business owners. And that's where, where I learned the work ethic and to see how much time and energy, you know, I'm my own accounts receivable. I'm, I do everything and I, I'm, it's getting huge and now I'm overwhelmed and I'm, I'm becoming sponsors for podcasts and different, you know, nonprofits and, and I don't have any help. You know, there's no, there's no community around me that um in fashion that once you get it yeah well i could quit my job and help you out uh i live in maine uh but this is this could be like my next career uh i've been i've been a i've been in education for the last 25 years so i could just quit my job and excuse me what kind of education 
Uh, educate actually uh most of it's been in special education right now i'm an um, i'm an i'm a administrator i'm a head of school at a local private school uh but yeah yeah uh but i'm actually not i mean i feel like i'm never going to retire but i do feel like i want to branch out in other areas and eventually get away from education altogether just because i've been doing it for so long uh, so would you want to start your own company, your own business? Oh, I don't know. At my age, I mean, my kids are teenagers. I'm kind of curious about uh, what life is going to bring them. Uh, maybe I'll live in an in-law apartment and work for uh, one of my kids in whatever business. <laughs> I wish do. my mom would do that. Shit. <laughs> for real. There you go. Sure. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, I feel like I, I want to talk in a Dr. Phil voice. Uh, you know, oh, don't. He already asked me to be on his show. Don't do that. Uh, did he really? Oh, no, I won't do it. But all of a sudden, it's just like I'm listening to you and I want to talk in the whole daddy issues thing. It makes me want to like all of a sudden I feel like <laughs> no, I'm a psychologist. You want. <laughs> That's okay. No, it's really interesting. I'm glad you called in. Thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. So are you from Dallas originally or? I am. I am from Dallas and um you know, Dallas has just become so pretentious and um, just, I like to call it $30,000 millionaires. Um, they make 30 grand a year, but they're driving a Mercedes they can't afford. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's a totally, it's just, it's not how it used to be in Dallas and everybody's moving to Texas. Did you have a stepdaddy? Yes, I did actually. And that's why my company is named Kendred. His last name was Kendred. Unfortunately, oh, it's funny. It's his birthday today, but he passed away and oh, he was, so sorry. thank you. And he was the biggest influence in my life. Um, unfortunately, I do not speak to my mother much anymore because she, um, no offense to anybody who is super Christian, but uh, I don't feel like throwing the Bible at people is the right thing to do. And uh, apparently because I model some of my designs and bikinis and whatnot, my mother tells the church to pray for me. <laughs> I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah. And I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I see my friend Eric's on here. Eric's a Christian, but Eric is the most generous and compassionate person I know. It's like he does. He'll talk to you regardless of who you are. He's set in his beliefs. He's firm in his beliefs as a Christian, but he does not judge. And I am a Christian, and I know a lot about the Bible. And in the Bible, it does say that you are not supposed to push the word on people. Um, that's a sin in itself, you know? Um, and I, I am a Christian and I do have my own beliefs that, um, about, about just if I think a lot, a lot with the topic of what I was saying with my mother, she's an ex drug addict. I think that a lot of ex addicts turn from doing drugs into religion being their drug. I agree. It's switching one addiction for another. Yeah, I I do agree with that. It's not always the case, but I know what you're talking about. Right. And, it, and, it, and it's heartbreaking because, you know, I have this huge event and, and it's 
I can't even invite my mother. And, and my mom's young, you know, she had me very young and this is something very ugly to say. And I, I hate to say this and it took me years to say this, to be able to admit it, but there are women. I'm an only child that are, um, Oh, and I hate to say this. It's so ugly. There are some women that are a little jealous of their daughters. It's a weird combination. They want to live through their daughter and, and, and it, it happens, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And uh, th that's sad to hear. Yeah. Eric wanted to add about how good looking he is. And yes, Eric, you are incredibly handsome. Is and he? Like, oh, my goodness. I grew up with Eric. He's a 50-year-old man, but I'm telling you, he's fit as a fiddle, and I'm not exaggerating. Still works out. Always has been, too. It's hard being friends with Eric growing up because he was always the better looking of uh, the pair when I was with him. Yeah, he's one of those types of guys. Still is, actually. Hmm, is he single? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, remember the daddy issues. We're trying to get away from that. I know. <laughs> I know. But, right. but here's the thing. I'm self-sufficient. I don't need a man to take care of me. But I, if a 50-year-old man is attractive and he looks good, I'll bring you back in the chat room. No, Father Brian, you're not a douchebag at all. You're You're awesome, Father Brian. Um, oh, well, thank uh, you for having me. I feel really weird now, but thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, no, no. Of course. This is interesting. Yeah. I just noticed that uh, <laughs> Rounding Third worked at a topless club, too. <laughs> Rounding Third's another guy I grew up with, so that's that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Rounding Third's like the comedian of the group. Uh, oh, are you still there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I yeah. was just thinking in my head of a the head of a school, of a private school, uh going into a strip club that would be very awkward what if you saw one of your like ex-students on stage that would be well that's just it i wouldn't do it i mean um a few years ago i was working in a local public school and i was on the school board where my kids go to school and uh guys i apologize i just completely lost the screen but apparently i'm still on you can still hear me kindred and yes, savvy? yes 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 okay so hopefully my screen comes back i don't know where it went to but anyway i'll finish the story um yeah so i'm on the school board and i'm also a school teacher and i end up going to a football game with a group of guys uh all of them school teachers or coaches there are like six of us and we get to the football game and one guy goes all right, after this, uh, we're going to go to uh, the strip club, right? Uh, there's like one, there's like two strip clubs in the entire state of Maine. That's not a joke. <laughs> and one I of bet them you they're not that great. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know and I, I won't judge. But, and I'm like, guys, we're not going to go to a strip club. It's just like, I mean, can you imagine? It's just like, here I am, a school board member and a teacher with those bunch of drunken yahoos. Uh, no, no, you just, you just don't do that. It's, it's awkward. It's weird. And I would say it's, it's just, it's you know, just I appreciate right. that because I'm, I'm kind of dating someone now and he goes, uh, you know, at some strip clubs, they serve food and he said his buddies were eating at the strip club and I, that he was so grossed out by it. And I was like, you know, I can't judge. But because of my past, it's made me who I am today. But now that I think about it, that is pretty gross. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, can you see the chat room? Can yes. You, uh, you can. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to actually try to bring it up. Is it still active? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? The, the chat room? Yeah, the chat room. Yeah, it's going. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, Chris Unplugged says no. Laugh out low. Not at all. Okay, I see it now. So now I brought it up on my phone so I can see what's going on. Um, okay, that's good. That's good. I'm going to go back a little bit. Welcome, Ralph Williams. Okay. Uh, let's see. Bear with me for a moment. And you fit right in, uh, Kindred and Savvy, says rounding third. That's awesome. Okay. Father Brian, I hope you're still in the house. Uh, is he a fault? Is he Catholic? Father Brian, he's not. Uh, Father Brian is a marijuana priest. Oh, yeah. It, and he's also a, he uh, is, does, uh, he's uh, Wiccan. He does like hand oh. fasting ceremonies, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you wicked? Yeah. Am I wicked? No, I'm non-denominational as they come. Yeah, yeah. I am. I would be described as agnostic. Uh, okay, there. I, mm -hmm. Yeah, I probably would do well in the city, and I. You know what? I would. I'd make a good uh, Jewish New York City boy. That would be the best oh. way to describe me. But I'm not. I'm not. I've never spent any time in New York. I'm not Jewish, but I, I fit that persona pretty well. <laughs> I love New York. It's absolutely one of my favorite places to, to go, um, especially during the winter time. I, uh, there's just so many people moving to Texas. It's unbelievable. Um, it's, it's, it's raised our housing market like crazy. Our traffic is crazy. Texas, you know, we had that huge power outage during our snowstorm and everybody was laughing at us uh, mm -hmm. because we couldn't. We was like, look, okay, we can handle it. We can handle the heat, but we were not meant for this cold shit. We all about died. Like, it was awful. Yeah. Welcome back, Father Brian. I, Father Brian, I just said a bunch of nice things about you. Uh, oh, some thank really you. Nice yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah, the six degrees in Dallas, Texas. I remember looking at the map one day this past winter. Six degrees in Texas, it was like 45 degrees in Maine. It, it, they got that backwards. They got that backwards on that day. No, it was that. really bad. Like, like it, you know, we had the pandemic, and then, you know, I love Colorado. I love the snow. Um, I love all of that, but I'm going to tell you, it was – the most insane thing I have ever seen in my whole life of living in Texas. Look, we can deal with tornadoes. Everybody freaks out about tornadoes. I know what to do during a tornado. I grew up in them. But whenever we, whenever we all shut down and our power grids and now they're controlling our thermostats during the summer because they're saying if we have another outage, it's going to rolling outages, that it's going to be really bad for us. And, you know, Texas could be its own country. But now, you know, it's just so divided. I mean, the whole Black Lives Matter thing was so huge here. And then mm -hmm. the weather, you know, there are a lot of racists in Texas. I mean, I will just be honest on that. But I see. Know. So that's, uh, that's not just a stereotype then? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, um, unfortunately not in Texas. Uh, the our football teams are right. Go Cowboys! Now uh, we suck. 
We're yeah, good. They, suck. Yeah, the Cowboys do suck. I mean, it's like and there are a lot of Cowboys fans nationwide, especially in Maine. It's just like, yeah, I mean, if you live in Maine and you're a Cowboys fan, something is really, really wrong. And there are many of them, and I can't figure out why. But I just go for the cheerleaders. You just go for the cheerleaders? Aren't the they? Oh, my God. When I was a teenage boy, holy cow. It's just like, and you didn't have access to, like, nudie magazines or something. The Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders kind of uh, did it. I, I, I hate to say that. It sounds so sexist, but, I mean, you got to no. – I'm speaking of a perspective of like a 13, 14 year old boy whose hormones are going really uh, just like bonkers. Uh, so, yeah. And I got like we got like three channels, no cable TV, that type of thing. So times have changed. So, yeah. Yeah. But, go, go cowgirls. <laughs> go cowgirls. There you go. There you go. Uh, thanks for sharing the live show, Ralph Williams. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Thank uh, you. Awesome. Uh, uh, rounding third at Wicked Awesome, you're such a pig, and I am disgusted. You, and you know why Rounding Third is saying that to me, don't you? He's saying that because Rounding Third is a Cowboys fan, and he lives in Maine. So that's why he's calling me uh, a pig and uh, disgusted. Uh, but yeah, or maybe it's because I just uh, uh, talked about the uh, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders from our horny 13 year old boy so so he's a cowboys fan um i mean i I have to say i I have to be a dallas cowboys fan just because i was born and raised here and well and that makes sense that makes sense and and i i've been to many many games especially at the new stadium um and i will just say that i you know i respect jerry jones as an owner um, I don't know how I was looking for a women's business podcast, and now I'm on here and let's talking about football and Jerry Jones. But um, yep. anyway, anyway, and, and daddy issues. And, yeah, I was, you know, maybe yeah. I shouldn't share so much. No, that's okay. I mean, I'm glad you are. That's what we do on this show. People call in; they just share whatever the heck's on their mind. It's it's what they do. Uh, I I bring it out in people. I bring it out in people, kindred and savvy. So, yeah. 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 Any, yeah. It's all good. See, yeah, we're all good. This is the both. This is a very active chat room. So people do like hearing what you have to say. So, Thank you. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm very isolated at the moment just with this event. And I'm very, uh, very annoyed. It's very hard to work with women, but women in business because this is going to sound so sexist, but, you know, I feel like men are just completely better at those kind of things. And I were, I have a very good work ethic. And I feel like some of these women that are running businesses, they don't know. And I don't even know what I'm doing half the fucking time, but I do know how to reply to emails. And I do know, you know, um, how to network properly and there's just so much competition and these women I feel like have taken away um you know and I had this conversation and this guy was totally getting angry at me um I believe just because I'm from the south and this might sound weird but I do believe like if if I am in a relationship and my partner comes home from working all day and I made dinner that you know or you know if I'm not working and I will have dinner ready. You know, he 
that's just how I was raised. The man gets his plate first, or the kids get their plate first. And that's just how I was raised. And apparently with this new generation, that's not acceptable, you know? I think I just lost you guys. No, I, I, I can hear you, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, he said, well, fuck them. <laughs> hear you, hear you. <laughs> well, fuck them. Oh, you can still hear me? Okay, keep going. Uh, that's Rounding third. happening on my end, but keep it going. I'll be back. In Rounding third, can you hear me? Yeah. So this, and, and I was arguing with a male about it. He was like, you know, it's women like you who, who, not, and he's like saying how, you know, women and men should be equal. Okay, well, if we're going to get into the topic of religion, I mean, that's not, I mean, we are equal as individuals. Like but, computers restarting. but I do feel that, you know, um, there are a lot more women business owners and, you know, the women now, I can hear you. Yes. Um, no offense. He may okay. have been gay. Keep it going. Keep it going. No. Um, he told me that I'm probably one of those type of women that call the cops on their husband after an argument. I was like, nope. Because first off, if you call the cops, somebody's somebody's going to jail. Secondly, we're gonna we're gonna figure this shit out now. <laughs> you know, I don't, we don't call the cops. I don't get involved in that shit. But it was it was a he he told me I had the IQ of a thermostat, so that was nice. Not about that, but Second Amendment. How about Texas and gun rights? I mean, everybody's got guns where I'm from. We can't take away those. Yeah, and then, oh, and him and I, we got on the, the topic of carrying guns and I said, well, I own a gun, you know? Um, I own a few guns and I was, you know, in Texas, if somebody comes onto your property, you can legally shoot and kill them. It's crazy. Not that I would do that. I would shoot like at the knees. I wouldn't want to kill somebody, but. Well, I don't know what's going on with this, but it's been very nice yeah. talking talking to you guys. I well, stay on, stay on. I can, this is weird. Okay. My computer actually shut down. It restarted. I can hear you on my phone, but. I am speaking into my microphone, which is attached to my computer, which I can't get into. <laughs> he said, we can do that here, but you got to bury them. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. You know, I, I am a very, very good shooter. I shot clays competitively, which is a very much a man's sport, but... I have a Beretta shotgun that I shoot plays with, and I um, was coached by a, a U.S. Olympian, and um, it was, believe it or not, being as a fem feminine as I am, I just... And sadly, we won't hear the end of the clay pigeon shooting story. 
Anyway, I do appreciate Kindred and Savvy calling in that particular evening and hearing a little bit about her. It's always nice when people, complete strangers, call into the show and tell a little about themselves, in some cases quite a bit about themselves. It adds a lot to the show. It gives me something to talk about in later episodes. Sometimes it's a laugh. Many times it's a laugh, in fact. And always interesting, if I haven't used that word already. Yeah, it's a very good word to use in this case. A very interesting young lady. As I said in the beginning, thank you again for listening. Until next time, and I love you all. Take care.